0: Three, go. Okay. Welcome to sports Med Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we've had two posts on sportsmedres.org, that's R-E-S dot O-R-G. First, we introduced a consensus statement on the treatment after anterior cruciate ligament injury. Then... We summarized the study where the authors found that the majority of healthy youth athletes failed to pass all four single leg hop tests with a limb symmetry index greater than 90%. If we take a closer look at that second post, we find that the authors investigated limb symmetry among 340 youth athletes who were 8 to 14 years of age and who performed the single leg hop series tests. Each person completed three trials of each hop test. The investigators then calculated the average of those trials and the limb symmetry index for each hop test. Overall, less than half of the healthy youth athletes passed common limb symmetry index threshold of greater or equal to 90% in all four hop tests. The authors highlighted that their findings mirrored the poor passing rates that are seen across hop testing, in those with an anterior cruciate ligament reconstruction, nearly all adolescents were able to pass at least one test. Eighty-four percent passed two tests, and seventy-one percent passed three tests. The study is interesting because the authors showed that the single-leg hop testing series is, in, in its entirety may not be appropriate among youth athletes. It could be possible that less strict passing performance measures should be considered, such as only being required to pass two or three tests instead of all four. Alternatively, more targeted testing for this population may be needed. However, the findings of this research study are also interesting because perhaps the identified asymmetries within this cohort could be identifying athletes who are at risk for a future injury. It would be interesting to see if performance on these four tests could predict who will get a new injury and what is the appropriate limb symmetry cutoff for these tests. It would also be interesting to see if injury prevention programs improve the limb symmetry index. Furthermore, it would be beneficial to know which test the youth athlete struggled with the most and whether this was related to limb dominance or pre existing poor balance. Overall, the study and other studies have raised questions about how clinicians use the limb symmetry index with HOP tests. While we want to do more to encourage objective return to play criteria, it is important to adopt evidence based criteria and recognize the limitation of these tests. It may be beneficial for clinicians to use these tests, but interpret the results based on the specific person in front of them. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. And if you're an athlete trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries and the courses on our website and in the show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one and stay well.